Hey everybody, this is Sir Charles Carey, a peak performance strategist. Mindset is the answer. But today I want to talk to you about something a little bit different. If you are an entrepreneur and if you really see the value in what you do as an entrepreneur, you want to share it on Anchor. Look, Anchor is a great place to do your podcast. Uh, It interfaces with other mediums, other platforms, which spreads your message wide and far. Not only that, your content can be uploaded quick and in a hurry. I mean, literally, if you're thinking about something you've never, uh, you know, shared with anyone, you can load it up on Anchor and share it with the world immediately. Uh, One other thing about Anchor I can tell you, it's a quality platform where you can edit, you can add music, you can trim your content. There's just so many advantages of using Anchor. And before you know it, I'm sure people will love to hear what you have to say. Just like I talk about it in my keynotes and in my workshops, someone is always waiting to hear your story the way you tell it. Take care. Sir Charles Carey. Radiate the brain and change the game with Anchor. Hey, I'm Sir Charles Carey, and once again, we're back with our show, Change the Brain, Conversations Without Limitations. I've got two of my good friends here today, and we want to talk to you about something that's very, very important. You can't live or should not live without it. We're talking about vision. My good friend, Bishop David Sabatino. Pleasure to be here, and Charles. And Edwin Rome. How you doing, man? I'm great. Thanks, Charles. All right. So, today we're talking about vision, folks. And I think the important thing is that a lot of us take vision for granted. We don't consider it or don't realize that it will or can play a very important part in our life if we let it. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely, because I believe that vision is what should drive your actions. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, a lot of people are doing a lot of things, but because they don't have a vision... They're very busy, but they're not really accomplishing or producing anything. Mm, okay. Now, is that just for business, social, recreational? I mean... I believe that's an overall general statement. Okay. Whether it's your life, business, personal, or any aspect of your life. Without vision, you know, basically you're just wasting... You know, you're basically just kind of spinning the wheels. Isn't there a, a passage in a book that says, without vision, one will perish? Or People like perish. That? That's absolutely right. <laughs> yes, yes. So, I mean, do you, now how do you live your life? Do you, like, are you consider yourself a visionary? Do you, like, foresee what you want to do and you go after it? You know, because vision and planning, similar, but not necessarily the same, correct? Absolutely. I believe you plan based on the vision. Ah, now what's your take on the importance of having a vision or are you a planner? Yeah, so I I totally agree. I feel like um, without a vision, you don't have anything to plan for. Ah, So with a vision, um, so in life, you're always going to make mistakes. Right. But with a vision Mm -hmm. and a plan Mm -hmm. to to meet that vision, um, you're less likely to have big mistakes that you can't recover from. Well, let me ask you this, because I know you work with a lot of youth and have worked in the past with a lot of youth, yes. as well as your father. Yes. Um, how do we get our kids or today's young people to develop vision or to you know think beyond just the day-to-day uh, lifestyle or the day-to-day living? You know, can I mean, right. I think it's important, but right. can we incorporate that into their lives or introduce yes. them 
to learning to become visionaries? Yes. So the first thing you have to do, especially when working with youth or working with your own children, you need to let them understand that they have value. Mm. And you have to let them understand that they are um, very important people, that they're not failures, that they could do anything in life they want to do. Right. And at that point, once they start believing positively in themselves, then they can start visualizing what they want to do in life and what they want to be in life. Then once they come to you and say, okay, um, Mr. Rohn or um, Mr. Carey, yes, I know what I want to do in life, then you can help them build a plan. Now, positive reinforcement is necessary also as well, correct? Most definitely. Yeah, Most yeah. definitely, especially in this day and age with our youth, oh when goodness. we're so, they're so beat down a lot by right. the media and society. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well now, do you work with youth at all? Absolutely. I'm a public school teacher for 25 years. Oh, of course. <laughs> like, I didn't know that. Uh, that was a setup question. Right. So, now, with your, because I know one of your platforms is to be armed with a vision and an action plan. Absolutely. And I think that's phenomenal because it just rings, number one, and number two, it just, it's like salt and pepper goes together. So, when you're teaching these young people, do you teach them based on some of your own principles? I certainly do. Basically, I kind of structure pretty much everything based upon the principles because I know they work. Right. And uh, one of the things, as Mr. Rohn was saying uh, just a moment ago, I believe we've got to help our youth to start visualizing and dreaming again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even as I was sitting here listening to him, I think that a lot of times through uh, either through television or some of the other media's uh, media uh, components that are there. Yeah. Uh, that many of our youth aren't really dr dreaming. All they're doing is just imitating. Yeah. Wow. And there's a lot of kids that are imitating. Now, you notice that the way you see them dress or the way they look or whatever, they're imitating somebody. They've stopped, seems to me that they've stopped dreaming and visualizing, seeing themselves any bigger or any greater. Because I'm a firm believer that God has made each and every one of us on purpose, with purpose. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I agree. I totally agree with that. I, I know we were sure. talking about it the other day is how it relates to blended families even you know a lot of these children but not just the children but a lot of the children are lost because no one believes in them they don't have a sense of direction and I know back in my time as a young person you know we had certain leaders in our inner city communities <clears throat> many <clears throat> many of those leaders were nationwide if not worldwide and today we don't seem to have any leaders uh, speaking from a cultural perspective, from a civil rights perspective. Now, there are people doing it, but they don't seem to have any prominence. So they always say um, everything starts at home. Mm -hmm. So I like to encourage people or parents mm -hmm. to talk to their young people at home. I mean, they're, in, they're a captive audience. They live with you. Yes. Encourage them, like you said, make them think and allow them to know that they can do anything they want if they uh, are in. <clears throat> Cut that, sorry. Get this. <clears throat> I think it's important that we allow our young folks, our children, and our nieces and nephews to know that they can do anything they want to do. Um, the bottom line is simply that we have to encourage them daily, reinforce daily. Give them ideas, ask them questions, get the motor running in their mind 
so that they can get into that dream state or start to have that vision, you know, unearthed so that they can start to think, wow, what do I want to do? What are your thoughts on that? I agree totally. Uh, I think another component here also, too, is uh, helping them discover where, you know, where they're gifted. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't you agree? That's important. important. Because that's how they find their value. Right. When they find out, okay, you know, many of them say, well, I can't do anything or I don't know anything. Help them find out where they're gifted. Yeah. And then they start to, you know, they start, you know, that, that, that raises their that raises their value, yes. I feel, within themselves. I know, it's when I was a young guy, and I'm talking about like nine, 10, we had an aunt, I'm, I'm from New York, so, woo for New York. Um, <laughs> my aunt used to take us to Little Italy, to Chinatown, when the Harlem Globe Trotters came to town, she took us there, she would take us to the auto show. She allowed our minds to be expanded by seeing other things, yes. being able to actually touch feel, smell, taste, the different cultural foods, and, you know, that was an education that will never leave me, and a lot of times, many of our children don't leave their communities, so they only know what they see by television. That's true. Or some kind of media outlet, you know? You know, when you want to talk about having a vision, I mean, I'm even looking at the media. The media is the ones that are taking control of our children. They're painting the picture through the images and the sound bites and the music that are all over the, the radio waves, the television waves, and in the theaters. And they're hooked, line and sinker. They're, they're hooked on it. And, and, you know, it's like we don't even have a voice to compare to what, you know, media, and I'm, when I say media, I'm talking about television, social media, video games, music videos, radio. All of those platforms mm-hmm. are painting a picture for our youth, and it's like we don't even have a voice. Yes. They're being raised by media. Yes. Absolutely. You were talking about parents also, too, within the homes, helping the children. I believe one of the dilemmas that we're in now is that we're having children being raised by people who did not have vision imparted into them. Yeah. So now, you know, you can't pass on what was never passed on to you. True, true, true. And so I believe that, but it's, it's a challenge, but I believe it's people like us that with the platforms that we have and the opportunities that we have, that we get a chance to get out there and hopefully someone will hear what we have to say and we'll get before people right? and we'll be able to have uh, some influence. That's yeah. a great point. That's yeah. a great point. And another thing that I just thought about too, um, we have to teach our kids, not only our children, but adults as well, not to give up on their vision. Because a lot of times you see people, they'll create a vision and they'll even set up a plan to attain this vision, but when it's going gets tough, sometimes they say, wow, I don't know if I could do this, this is hard. But we have to encourage people that everything in life we're fighting for is not gonna be easy. And there's gonna be times where you're gonna hit some rough patches, but it's important not to give up. And some people are very close to realizing their dreams and visions, mm-hmm. and they give up. You're right. And they don't even realize it. So that's an important point as well. Yeah. You know, I was talking about the fact that, you know, when I've gone to conferences, and sometimes, you know, the speaker may not be inspiring you, and you get up and you like, you leave. 
and the moment you leave is when the magic happens. And how do you know? You don't never, you don't always know, but sometimes people will say things like, hey, did you get yours? You're like, get my what? But you got up, so you lost out. You didn't get it because you didn't endure the rest of the conference or the workshop or whatever it was to learn because everyone has different learning styles. And not only do we have different learning styles, everything, even on Sunday, when you preach a message, I won't say that every message is not for everybody, but I will say that some messages are meant for certain people that are going through at that time. And other people may relate to it, but they may not need it for reinforcement at that time. So when you get up and walk away, you're missing out on the nuggets that were designed for you. Kind of like my book, Aligned by Design. <laughs> Everything is, is, is aligned for a purpose, but a lot of times we miss it because we can't sit still. We got this instant, you know, uh, what is it, instant success. We want, you know, the instant results, but we don't want to put the work in. Well, I was just thinking about what you were saying because any good presenter or trainer is actually is is gifted at being able to reach certain groups within the group. The thing is, the speaker may very well, or the presenter may very well, be getting, you know, maybe moving around to touch, you know, what moves you. Right. But if you move you before right. he gets a chance to move you, you remain unmoved. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so tell us about your your your, your latest one of your latest projects, Armed with a Vision and an Action Plan. Armed with a Vision and an Action Plan is this is actually an audio, but I actually have a book that's coming out. We're right. uh, having the. Uh, we're sizing the cover of it right now. It's already been submitted. We're sizing the cover now. Okay. It'll be published soon. But I use uh, my personal experiences of being able to remove myself from the roles of Social Security disability. Mm. I was disabled for 10 years. And during that time, I was able to develop an action plan to get myself off disability back into the workforce. Wow. Wow. And after having, as I said, disabled for 10 years, I've now been teaching for 25 years. Wow. I actually voluntarily surrendered my social security disability benefits. Wow, that's 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 amazing. Because I know most people they just, you know, suck up into the system, you know, if something is they have an opportunity to receive something, rather than challenge themselves and go for more or do more, be more, they'll just receive whatever they can get. And that's their uh, that's the totality of their lives. Wow, that's all right. That's an awesome testimony. Yeah, and if you're not careful, you can be bought out of the game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, literally, sometimes when, and I say sometimes because I want to put a disclaimer there, but sometimes just by giving us a little bit of money, right, and it sits us on the bench. It takes us out of the game. Mm -hmm. While I was on disability, I was out of the game. I wanted to get back in the game, get back achieving, get back contributing. To society, getting getting back, you know, getting back into the race. You weren't again. satisfied just being I wasn't on satisfied. the sidelines. No, I mean I was getting paid, but I was on the bench. Yeah, coach put me <laughs> in the game. Exactly. Put me in the game. Exactly. That's all right. <laughs> so now, is your project, the book or the audio program, is it for a certain demographic? Is it for everyone, or who would best benefit from this project? I feel like it's for anybody. First of all, who has a vision or dream. And they have not yet been able to get it moving. Okay. That's that's one group of people this is good for. Okay. Uh, and that could be a leader, that could be an individual. Right. It could actually be a church leader, a pastor, because I'm also encouraging people that even if you're serving as the chairman of a committee or or, or head of a group, yeah. Uh, 
that you need skills in order to move that group forward. Okay, okay. And we, you know, I teach strategies. It's the strategies, the components, and everything that it takes to put together a workable action plan. Wow, okay. So when do you think the book will be ready? A couple of months from now? I'm figuring a couple of weeks from now. Oh, a couple of weeks, that's fantastic. Everything has been submitted. All we're doing now is sizing the cover. That's nice. To fit, I know how many pages are going to be in it, how, how thick the spine needs to be, right, right. the spine needs to be and all. So now all I'm doing is waiting. You heard it here first, a couple of weeks. Hope you're going to get your copy because I'm definitely getting mine. Absolutely, and you can get the audio. I've matched the audio uh-huh. with the chapters in the book, so I do like a five to six minute. The tracks on the audio actually matches right. the uh, the chapters in the book. Okay, okay, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, Ed, what are you working on? Are you got anything coming up, or what are some of your plans as it relates to you know having a vision and an action plan? Because I know you've been working a long time, yeah. and you're making some shifts yeah. soon in your life. Yeah. So I have um, 30 years in the government. Um, actually, 51 years old, and I'll be retiring on January 1st, wow. uh, 2019. Wow. And um, because of the vision and the plan that I put into place, I will be able to retire early okay. because I have the years, I just don't have the age. Okay. So um, my plan is just what we were talking about before, is just speaking to young people's lives, um, get more active in my community, Right. And with the youth of our community. Okay. Um, okay. In the past, I've done a lot of coaching, yeah, coach yeah, track, so. yeah. football, and um, I'm going to get back into that. And the thing that I really love about that is just the opportunity to speak in the young kids' lives. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really looking forward to doing that. I'm also a competitive powerlifter, so I'll be um, getting back into that um, more frequently. So their competitions when it comes to powerlifting too as well, right? Yes. Okay, will you be doing any competition? Oh, most definitely. So I did one this past April Mm -hmm. where I came in first place. Oh, nice. And I did one just in October, early October, and I came in second place. Okay. So that is something that I really enjoy doing. And I think it'll, I have to have a vision and a plan for that as well. So I can't just go into a competition without training and without a vision to say, hey, I'm going to lift this particular amount of weight today. If I didn't even think I could, it wouldn't be any point in doing it. So that requires a lot of vision and planning as well. So I'm really looking forward to it. That's fantastic. Now, I mean, moving forward, it's my my opinion, you know, it's up to us to really help the next generation get ready, like Mm -hmm. things you're talking about Mm -hmm. doing things you're doing with your book, uh, hopefully things that I'm doing as it relates to when I go out and speak um, locally as well as um, around the country. So what do you think we need to do or what can we do collectively to add value for the next generation as they begin to take prominent roles in society because they are going to be the next policemen and firemen and politicians and doctors they have to know that they can do it, whatever the it is, and especially in the inner city yes. as it relates to people of color because, you know, sometimes there's an imbalance in who's in leadership. And if you never tell your child that you can be a senator or that you can be a leader in whatever particular area, even a business owner, how are they to know? They'll never know if we don't encourage them. So what can we do moving forward, like from today moving on, what can we do to get them in those prominent positions, get them thinking? Well, I think that, um, getting back to what I said earlier, I think it would be really good if 
the people in the professions you mentioned, doctors, lawyers, police officers, firefighters, um, businessmen, if they would go into the communities where the youth are having trouble getting out of their situations and go speak to them. Because these young people want to hear from the people that they actually want to become. And um, it's unfortunate, but sometimes in the inner cities, in our black communities, they don't see a lot of positive role models within their communities. So there are some, don't get me wrong, but if people from outside of their communities came in and spoke to these kids and said, hey, you can be a lawyer like me, you can be an economist like me, you can be a firefighter like me. That is very helpful, and that speaks volumes to kids to know that people care about them enough to come in their communities and tell them about their professions. I think that would help a lot. Yeah. Anything you? Well, first thing, I want to let you know that it's a broader uh, problem than just the inner cities. Because I'm from a rural area, and we feel like the cities have what we don't have, of course. Wow. And so it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see that this is really universal. Yeah. Okay. You know, and and uh, I see it from a rural perspective, where uh, you look at the county board of supervisors. Mm-hmm. You know, you may have one African American there, one person of color there. You look at the upper leadership of organizations and groups, and. Uh, there's very few African Americans or people of color, yeah. even on those levels. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And some people may say that that really shouldn't make a difference, but I think it kind of frames the <clears> mind <throat> that, let's say, for instance, when you go into schools and you see the people that are doing the manual labor are people of color, right. but the people who are making <clears throat> the decisions and that are sitting behind desks with right. nameplates mm-hmm. are not. I mean. What that does for, I feel like many times for a child, is makes them believe that there are just some places where they're supposed to be, right, and some places they're not supposed yep. to be. Yeah, makes it easier to not even that's make the effort. Point. Right. Yeah, and that's why I believe that it's important for, uh, you know, people to get into the teaching profession. You know, sure. you know, you know, you won't get rich teaching, right, but you can reach a lot of reach yes. a lot of a lot of kids. No, I, I kind of so. agree with the statement you made. Both sides, you know, some people say that. It should not matter, and I believe it should not matter. However, it does matter it, in many cases simply because of that. People are attracted to what they see, or people settle for what they see. Imagine if the inner city, instead of them wanting to be ball players and um, uh, ball and, and musicians and right. artists, if they only saw professionals, they wouldn't want to be professionals. Right. Whether it's a real estate agent an accountant, a lawyer, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that does make a difference. And this is why it's really important. If you want to become armed with the vision, you do have to have an action plan. Have to have an and action that plan. action plan should be one, I'm going to take care of my home. And taking care of my home does mean the basics, paying the lights bills, paying the gas bill, getting food. But it also means encouraging my children. And if I don't have children, encouraging my nieces and nephews to let them know that, hey, you can do exactly what I'm doing, mm-hmm. or hey, you can do better than what I'm doing. Yes. Hey, you're intelligent enough to do something that this family has never uh, had anyone in the family do before. Mm-hmm. This this is what it consists yes. of. Let's do the research together. What do you think about that? Or just, you know, in my book, A Line by Design, I talk about critical in-depth analysis. Mm-hmm. And critical in-depth analysis is about how do you analyze yourself? 
Now, everyone can't do it. Everyone will not be good at it. I get that. But simply, a critical in-depth analysis is having the ability to look at yourself objectively. And we can also look at others objectively. Mm -hmm. If I see that my child excels in the creative arts Mm -hmm. or with creativity, I'm going to encourage that creative talent. Absolutely. And that creative talent doesn't just have to be artistic. It can be business-oriented, but you have to segue one thing to the other. But first, let's surround those people, our people, young people, our children, in a way that they see the opportunities or the, the, the endless possibilities of doing something outside of the way they've seen it, outside of the way they've heard it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's so, big. That's big. Yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely consider myself a visionary, but what is that going to do for anyone else if I don't share it? Exactly. Absolutely. You don't mean a hell of beans. Yeah, right. Yeah, I got all this vision. I'm keeping it to myself. <laughs> so let's get out of our own way mm-hmm. and get in the way of those who need what we have to offer. Yeah, so any uh, closing remarks or comments? Well, I would just like to say for anybody that's... Um, watches this um, video and this series that I hope they got a lot out of it today and I would just like to say do not give up on your vision do not give up on your dreams create a plan and just go for it absolutely I agree totally with what, these, what he said I often tell people if you're not planning on dying tomorrow then you need to go on and plan for it wow and uh, and that's the truth you know because the thing is you, you want to live until you die yeah yeah. And uh, and keep planning. I, I tell people I want to, I literally, I want to die finished, but I always want to have something planned for the next day, mm. even though I may not be there. But it, just in case I am, I want to have a plan for it. Exactly. You know, and it's so, so true that you say that. And as we close out, I just want to say that I know for myself, it would have been easy when they told me the first time that you've got cancer for me to go, oh. You know, and that physical, oh, you drop, your spirit falls, you give up hope, you don't try, you don't want to try, you don't see the possibility of more. But here it is, twice that I've had an opportunity to fight through that, which lets me know that God has more for me. And that's what I encourage you listeners, you viewers, there's more to you than what you may realize. There are more things that you've done that you have not tapped into. And if you really care about, you know, your family, you care about those who love you, you care about life itself, you will tap into the possibility of doing more, being more, and fulfilling it. And if you don't fulfill it, at least do all that you can and try to. As I always say, you got to radiate the brain and change the game. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Cut.